Hello, podcast listeners. This is the Brendan Brown's Collections of Facts and Theories podcast show. And today I'll be doing the Book of Ruth, Chapter 3. And um, I will be doing, I will be reading from there and I will be um, doing it because this is the podcast version of it. So, let's just pray. Thank you, Lord, for waking me up this morning, God. Thank you, Lord, for helping me see another day, God. Thank you, Lord, God, for allowing all my podcast listeners to watch and listen to this show, God. Thank you, God, for helping this to be a wonderful time for them, God. Thank you, Lord, for helping the whole globe to just want to listen to this podcast, God. Thank you, Lord, for giving me the mind to want to do this podcast today, God. Thank you, Lord, God, for just helping me want to do the Book of Ruth, Lord. Lord Jesus, actually, God, as I read this word, God, help me to decrease as you increase in my life, Jesus. And God, help me to just have a wonderful impact on these people as they listen to this podcast, God. Lord God, I ask God to help the Holy Spirit to come in me and use me, God. Help me to have the gift of wisdom and spirit of discernment, God. Lord God, I ask Jesus to bind up anything from everyone's house or even my house, God. And help it all go back to the pits of where it came from, God. Help me, God. Have a wonderful time reading this word with my podcast listeners, Lord God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay, so. The book of Ruth chapter 3. Let's start reading. Ruth and Boaz at the threshing floor. Hmm, Let's find out what this is talking about. One day Ruth's mother-in-law Naomi said to her, My daughter, I must find a home for you. Where you will be provided for. Now Boaz, with whose woman you have worked, is a relative of ours. Tonight he will be winnowing barley on the threshing floor. So I have a reference to the first two chapters. Chapter, no chapter, but not first two chapters, excuse me, first two verses I have a reference. So the first reference is um, verse 1, which is Ruth 1, verse 9. So... May the Lord grant that each of you will find rest in the home of another husband. One day Ruth's mother-in-law Naomi said to her, My daughter, I must find a home for you where you will be provided for. So, it's referencing both home. The homes, like Ruth is going to the home. Naomi is talking about homes. So it's referencing homes. Now, uh, let me find a reference to verse 2. Romans 2 and 8. Okay, so Romans 2 and 8. So Boaz said to Ruth, My daughter, listen to me. Don't go and glean in another field, and don't go away from here. Stay here with the woman who worked for me. And now look at this. It says, verse 2, Now Boaz, whose woman you have worked, is a relative of ours. So now I'm talking about the woman. So I guess the woman is a relative. Okay, so let's get back to the story. Verse 3. Wash. Put on perfume and get dressed in your best clothing. Then go down to the dressing floor, but don't let him know you are there until he has finished eating and drinking. Okay, let me find a reference for verse 3, 2 Samuel chapter 14, verse 2.
Okay. Joab, son of Zerima, Zeria, realized that the king's mind was on Absublum. So Joab sent someone to Toka to bring a wise woman from there. He told her, pretend to be in mourning, dress in mourning clothes, and don't put on any oil. Act like a woman who has been mourning for the dead for a long time. So I guess he's telling her, wear dark clothing, wear, I guess, funeral type clothing. And now, in verse 3, it says, wash, put on perfume, and get dressed in your best clothes. So it's basically just referencing that that's getting dressed. It's just telling you get dressed for what occasion you're going to, because for her occasion, Ruth is something real good, versus this one from Samuel is talking about something that's really bad, like a funeral. Okay, back to story verse 4. When he lies down, note the place where he is lying. Then go and uncover his feet and lie down. He will tell you what to do. So I think Ruth is trying to get physical with some man. I don't know who it is. But I think Ruth is trying to get physical because it says, When he lies down, note the place where he is lying. Then go and cover his feet and lie down. So... You should get what I'm saying from that right there. That means she's probably trying to get physical. Okay, moving on to verse 5. I will do whatever you say, Ruth answered. So we know it's Ruth because it already says it right there. So she went down to the threshing floor and did everything her mother-in-law told her to do. When Boaz had finished eating and drinking... And was in good spirits, he went over to lie down at the far end of the grain pile. Ruth approached quietly, uncovered his feet, and lie down. So now we know who the man was that Ruth was trying to get physical with, his Boaz, which was Elimic's first cousin. So it's good that Ruth's getting a, you know, significant, not a significant other, but another, probably going to get another husband because her other husband died. Because that was Naomi's two sons who died. And that was Naomi's. That's probably Naomi's cousin. Excuse me, Naomi's cousin-in-law. If you get what I'm trying to say. Okay, let me find a reference to verse 7. Judges from, for the book of Ruth, chapter 3, I will be reading from the New International Version. And the Bible that I'm using for my references is the Christian Standard Edition. I just wanted to remind you guys that, just so y'all don't forget. Because if you already hear my YouTube channel, you probably already know what version, what version I'm reading. So, you should already know what it is. But I'm just going to tell my podcast listeners so that they can know what, you know, version I'm reading. So they don't get confused. So if they want to 
you know, actually know what I'm actually saying, they can go to the right verse. So moving on to verse 8. In the middle of the night, something startled him. He turned and there was a woman lying at his feet. Who are you? he asked. I am your servant, Ruth, she said. Spread the corner of your garment over me, since you are a guardian redeemer of our family. See what I mean? Just so much physical. It says, spread the corner of your garment over me, since you are a guardian redeemer of our family. Really? Just getting too physical. But, I guess they love each other, so they want to get physical. So, it says, spread the corner of your garment. Moving on to verse 10. The Lord bless you, my daughter, he replied. This kindness is greater than that which you showed earlier. You have not run after the younger men, rather the rich or poor. Okay, so let me find a reference for verse 10, which is Ruth 1, verse 8. So let's get to that. I'm about to read it. Then Naomi said to her two daughters-in-law, Go back, each of you, to your mother's home. May the Lord show you kindness as you have shown kindness to your dead husband's antony. So it's just referencing that Ruth is always a kind person because it said even on this 10th verse that this kindness is greater than that which you showed earlier. May the Lord bless you, my daughter, he replied. Okay, moving on to verse 11. And now, my daughter, don't be afraid. I will do for you all all you ask. All the people of my town know that you are a woman of noble character. Let's find a reference for that. Proverbs 12, 4. Alrighty. A wife of noble character is her husband's ground. But a wife who causes shame is like rottenness in his bones. So, it's just telling you that Ruth is being a good person, noble character, like I was said. And it does say a wife of noble character is her husband's crown. So this could be foreshadowing that maybe Ruth might marry Boaz in the future. We don't know. Because we haven't read everything yet. But we'll find out if it's at the end. If it's not then we'll figure out. But I think it's just telling us that Ruth probably is trying to is gonna probably marry because she will she would be her husband's crown, and don't you get it? Husband's crown that means that's your, I guess your special thing because a husband's crown. So if you get what I'm trying to you know say in the point, but let's just move on. I'll, I'm gonna get off that subject. I mean that part. Although verse twelve. Although it is true that I am a guardian redeemer of our family, there is another who is more closely related than I. So I'm going to find a reference for that, which is Ruth 3 and 10, which that's just a few verses up. The Lord bless you, my daughter. He replied, this kindness is greater than that which you showed earlier. So I guess just saying that, you know, there's another person who's kinder too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Verse 13. Stay here for the night, and in the morning, if he wants to do his duty as your guardian redeemer, good. Let him redeem you. But if he is not willing, as surely as the Lord lives, I will do it. Lie here until morning. So I guess Ruth was just lying down with Boaz. And um, 
I guess they're having their little click now. Their physical click and their lovely click at the same time. Moving on to verse 14. So she laid at his feet until morning, but got up before anyone could be recognized. And he said, no one must know that a woman came to the threshing floor. So, let me find a reference for that, which is verse 14, which is Romans 12, 17, and 1 Corinthians 10, 32. All right. All right, I got it. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Give careful thought to do what is honorable in everyone's eyes. So, I guess it's just saying don't do evil for evil. Just like God is saying on verse 14, no one must know that she was in dressing floor. So, I guess that, you know, to sum it out, I guess, just trying to say that, you know, they shouldn't do anything evil. Just keep it normal and keep it good. Moving on to verse 15. Oh, hold up. My, my mistake. I still gotta go to 1 Corinthians. Let me get to 1 Corinthians. Alrighty. Give no offense to Jews or Greeks or the church of God. So, another thing. Just basically saying, don't be evil. That's what the references are saying. But the 14th verse is different kind of. But at the same way, it's just trying to say, keep things normal. Keep things good. Don't make things be changeable. Evil. Okay, moving on to verse 15. He also said, Bring me the shawl you are wearing and hold it out. When she said, So he poured it into six measures and barley and placed a bundle on her. Then he went back to town. So that's another. That's like our third or fourth reason why we knew they probably were getting physical because now it says, He also said, Bring me the shawl you are wearing and hold it out. So she probably had on that shawl and now she took it off and now she don't have nothing on her. Mm-mm-mm. Moving on to verse 16. When Ruth came to her mother-in-law, Naomi asked, How did it go, my daughter? Then she told her everything Boaz had done for her, and added, He gave me these six measures of barley, saying, Don't go back to your mother-in-law empty-handed. I guess she wanted to, you know, give Naomi something too, and don't let her be empty-handed. Give her something new. You know, have to eat. So moving on to verse 18. Then Naomi said, Wait, my daughter, until you find out what happens, for the man will not rest until the matter is settled. Let's find a reference for that. Which is Psalms 37 and 8. Alrighty, I got verse um, 8, Psalms 37. Refrain from anger and give up your rage. Do not be agitated. It can only bring harm. So just refrain from rage. That's just trying to tell you. Be calm. Be patient. Don't be too anxious over things. If you get too anxious, I mean, excuse me, if you get too anxious, you can be getting angry and agitated and everything. Especially if you know you can't get that now. You got to wait later, like your parents say, give me um, this game. And then you're upset because you had to wait two months later and they're going to get you it. Don't be upset. As long as they said yes, wait patiently. If they said no, don't get angry. Accept what they say and don't get it because guess what? They might be saying no to you, but in their mind, they're probably just surprising you. Probably saying, we're going to get that boy something. We're going to get him something, but we're just not going to get him at the time because we don't have the money. Or even with just saying yes, they probably will say yes, but we don't have the time yet to get it because we don't have the money. So, that's all I had to really say. And um, back to verse 18 of Ruth. 
chapter 3, it's just saying that Ruth probably is so anxious that now Naomi's telling her, be humble, not humble, be calm, be calm, and don't be all hype up over it, over Boaz. I guess she's just saying, because I guess Boaz must be mad, because it says, for the man will not rest until the mad matter is settled. So I guess Ruth probably made a big beef against her and Boaz. And I think it probably came from them being physical and always loving up on each other, so... I guess Boaz didn't really love her. I think he only loved Ruth because he just wanted to get physical. But we'll learn um, on what happens. But I will give you a hint. I will give you um, a future thing to tell you. So what I just discovered, and this will be on our next episode. I'll give this hint right here. This is the title for the chapter 4. It says, Boaz... You know, I'm not going to even say it. I'm not going to even say it. I'm going to wait till we do the next one. Because I just realized, I just see the title of it. And it really shocked me. But you will know the title when I'm done with it. But, um, yeah. I'm, I might release Chapter 4, Book of Roof, either this week. The end of this week. Um, this weekend or either next week, Monday or Tuesday. I don't know. Because I'm still trying to work on it. I'm still trying to take my time on it. I haven't started yet, but. It's just because I was doing all the other parts of Ruth, so now I can finally do this one last one and just, you know, finish this off, and now I can just go directly to doing other stuff for this podcast and my YouTube channel. But, um, yeah, basically that's it for today, and um, let's just pray out. So, Father God, I ask Jesus, thank you, God, for waking me up this morning. Thank you, God, for waking up all these people who are listening to this podcast this morning, God. Lord God, I ask Jesus at that, um, as I go and leave this place, but not your presence, God, or this room, I should say, but not your presence, God. Lord Jesus, I ask you, God, to continue to cover us under your blood, cover us around this whole world, God. God, all the prayers and answers and requests I ask, God, from um, the Daily Bread discussion I did this morning and from now, God, that I just prayed for while praying earlier, God, I ask you, God, to answer them all, God. Lord God, all the prayers and answer requests, I ask you, God, to answer them all, God. Lord God, I ask you, God, that I can't know what to say, God, about, I don't know what else to ask for, God, but Lord God, all I can say is just thank you, Jesus, for answering all my prayers and answering everything I can do, God. Lord God, I ask you, God, to continue to lead me down your path, lead all these people down your path who are listening to this podcast, God, and lead everybody, God. Bless everyone who who was around this world, who is still living. Bless everyone, God. Lord God, just do what you can do, God. Lord God, I just ask you, God, this one question, God, and I ask you, God, to answer this request, God, and that I ask you, Lord, just to answer everyone's prayers, answer my prayers, and just do exactly what you want to do, God, for the right thing for our people. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, yeah, podcast listeners, um, that's it for today, and um, I will make some more podcast episodes probably. But it won't be related to Book of Ruth. It'll only be related to some other stuff probably. Or probably some other stuff in the Bible. I don't know. Because I'm thinking of doing so much stuff. Because. Huh, excuse me. There's so much stuff in my mind. That I am thinking about right now. So much stuff in my mind. Like. I'm trying to do this little. um Stuff about you know. Not stuff. Excuse me. Let me sound professional. These things that I'm talking about. And it's basically about. Um, I'm gonna grab the book right now, so y'all. Yeah, the book is called. Well, my bad, podcast listeners. <laughs> I just dropped the thing. The thing got kind of crazy. The little um, you know, 
thing I just had, my little stand of fell down, my bad. But um, the book is called How Do I Deal With Anxiety and Fear by John Ragsdale. So, let's look at the beginning of this book. My grandma gave me this on August 18th, 2020 of Monday this year, which was like a few days ago as of recording this episode. And this book is, was released in 2018, I guess. I look at the days. It has an Instagram account and Twitter for John Rags, the, the, the man who made this book, I guess. Um, and it says that it's just, you can write notes in here. You can read here. It's like a quick mini book. It ain't really like a chapter in a, in a chapter book. It's just something that tells you, like, many stuff. I don't want to take pictures of this because I don't want to, you know, spoil anything in the book because I don't want to, you know, make his book be spoiled and next minute everyone knows about the book. But I might do a podcast on this book. After reading all this book, I might do a review on it. Because it's a really short book, but at the same time, it's like... Let me find out. Um, It's tiny, but at the same time, it, it fits my hand. And it's 127 pages. I I might take a picture of this and put this on my blog so you all you podcast listeners can see it. But I don't know yet. I'm still thinking about it. But I'm still thinking about doing this as well. This is just one of the projects I'm working on because I'm basically trying to read. I'm not trying to counsel nobody because I do not have a license. So I will not counsel you. I can only give you an advice until I officially get a license as a counselor, which that will be years from now because I'm only 14. So... I have to wait till I become an adult to get a license, but whenever I get that, I will try to make podcast episodes mainly about counseling after, you know, I get my counseling degree, and I might change this whole podcast and make it a brand new thing that talks about counseling mainly as the years go by. But, um, yeah, I want to do this book. And then there's another book. I left it somewhere else. I can't find it. But, um, I'm, I'm, um... I know it's another book about counseling. And then there was two more books that I figured out. So, yeah, I got so much stuff around my mind that, you know, really do for this podcast. But once I don't get Book of Roof Chapter 4 done and out the way, I can finally be free and do some other stuff that I could, you know, really want to do. Because I was just thinking of doing this roof thing. And I said, it's only four chapters. It wouldn't be that long. So, it's a good thing. But, yeah. Remember to tune in to Jeremiah's podcast show. Remember to tune in to his YouTube channels. Remember to turn in, tune in to my YouTube channels. And remember to hit that bell and that subscribe button so that you can subscribe to my YouTube channel. And remember to, if you're watching this on Google Podcasts, remember to hit the subscribe button and subscribe so you can be alerted with new episodes. And as well with Jeremiah's podcast as well. Hit his subscription so you can subscribe to him on his YouTube channel and his Google Podcast podcast show as well and um hit that bell on the youtube button as well for him as well for me and um i think that's it and um yeah so have a blessed day podcast listeners goodbye